Hey everybody, this is Chuck Marone with Strong Towns. Welcome back to the Strong Towns podcast. I'm going to ask you right now, before we get started today, if you've not already done so, head over to strongtowns.org. Click on Join the Movement. Become a member of Strong Towns. This is our member drive this week. And we're asking everybody, uh, if you're getting something out of this podcast, if you enjoy the stuff we do here, if you find value in our content, if you want someone else to hear this, give us a little, uh, you know, give us some support. Help us. Uh, when you sign up to become a member, that directly supports us in helping us take this message other places. And, and I know other organizations say that, and I, I know other places say that. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not going to vouch for them. I'm going to tell you a huge part of what we do here, and, and we have structured this organization intentionally uh, to rely on thousands of small investments to allow us to do the things that we do here. It's Wednesday night. I wanted to get a podcast out on Wednesday. It technically still is Wednesday, but it's kind of late Wednesday night, and, and I doubt uh, you're going to get this until Thursday of the member drive. Um, it's really interesting because today kind of encapsulates <laughs> what Strong Towns has become uh, on the kind of operations side of things, right? Uh, I got up this morning and uh, tried to dig through the hundreds of emails in my inbox that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to catch up on. Uh, if you have emailed me and have not heard back from me, uh, be patient. I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to get back to them. I, I, I quite literally do have hundreds of emails in my inbox that I'm trying to respond to, and I, I do my best uh, to respond to all of them. Uh, but I, I, I did that, and then I had a meeting this morning. Uh, should have had plenty of time between the end of my meeting and the beginning of the webinar at lunchtime. Uh, to to get set up and everything. And I, I got to the office and sat down and got my computer set up and got everything kind of set up and ready to go. And for some reason, the internet connection wasn't working. And I started goofing around with that. I, I you know, it was just getting nothing. Uh, shit everything down, restarted everything, did, you know, the standard kind of like five things you do to check it. Nothing was working. And I'm looking at my clock going, this webinar starts in 25 minutes. What in the heck am I going to do? Uh, I better, I better, you know, I better get this thing. I better go to plan B because I'm not like a maintenance tech on this, uh, on this Wi-Fi system. Uh, I could sit here and try to figure it out, but what if it took me longer than the 25 minutes that I've got left? So I, I split and I came home. And uh, set up on the, uh, in the backyard, actually, on the table out there. Uh, it's kind of the best place with the best Wi-Fi. I've got to stream live, so I need a, like a good Wi-Fi connection. I could have come into the, the, the family room here in the house, but it doesn't really have a good place to sit, you know, that, that could do it. And the table out back did. That was really dumb. Because <laughs> while I'm, you know, on video doing this uh, webcast, I got the puppy who is uh, Gryffindor. He's like nine months old, eight and a half months old now. I don't know. We got him from the, uh, the adoption agency. So nobody really knows exactly how old he is, but he's in like those, uh, not, not the baby puppy, like the biting everything and, and having to chew on everything phase, but the, the, the kind of like the teenage puppy phase where like, you know, when your kids are a certain age and you get on the phone and then they've got to create a ruckus and then you, you get off the phone and that stops. There's something like genetically inside of kids where, uh, you know, they don't want your attention at all until they can't get it. 
it seems like Gryffindor's in that phase now too. So like, you know, he's happy, like lounging around, not worried about anything. And then all of a sudden I get like in this webcast and he comes and starts jumping on me, starts like poking me in the back, brings me his ball to play fetch. Uh, the neighbor dog starts, comes out and is on the other side of the fence and, and, and doesn't really like Gryffindor's kind of an old curmudgeonly dog starts barking at him. And of course, you know, this is all on the, the webcast live. Uh, and I'm like, what the heck? Come on. This day's got to get a little bit better. Uh, so it does, right? Uh, webcast is over. We've got a internal meeting on events that we do every Wednesday. So I, I did that. And then I kind of run and get my kids. I'm, I'm home. I'm not traveling. My poor wife, uh, has to do so much when I'm gone. And when I'm home, it's like, I, I gotta try to be, you know, more than just dad. I gotta be like, you know, kind of, I want to say super dad. Cause I'm really kind of pathetic, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying. So I go pick up the kids from school. And the whole thing is that I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the kids and I'm bringing them to dance. And then I got an hour in between. Uh, and then I got to pick them up and bring them to softball. And I'm actually the youngest kids softball coach. So I got to, you know, do a hour and a half softball practice tonight. So I pick up the, the kids and my oldest kid, and I'm, I, I won't get into the details, but something happened to her today that was pretty spectacular. Something she had been working for and, and trying for and, and had actually been told that, no, you didn't make it on the specific team she was trying to get to. And then got an email today saying, hey, guess what? You did make it. And there's more nuance to it than that. But let's just say that this kid was really proud of herself and feeling very good. And so dad, you know, trying to be super dad here, uh, swings through uh, the drive-through on the way to dance and says, let's get, because the kids love like ice cream, let's get an ice cream on the way to dance. I know we're running a little bit late because uh, you know, some other things actually forgot their dance bags. So I got halfway to picking them up and then I had to come back and get the dance bag. So, you know, dad is a mess. I screwed up. I, I'm, I'm running late. And I said, you know, we got time. Let's go through the... Uh, <laughs> let's go through the drive through and you guys can get a shake and we'll just, you know, have this. I, I knew they wouldn't get a chance to eat supper till late. So I thought extra snack. Cool. You know, let's celebrate a little bit. Everybody will be happy. So we go through the, the drive through and, uh, um, my daughter has, uh, there's another girl that we carpool with. So there's three, three kids and then me in the car. I order four shakes and I order four shakes because there's a, there's a fourth kid that my daughter, it's a long story. Anyway, she made a, a promise to her that if she made the team, she'd buy shake. And the other girl did make the team before and bought my daughter shake. So she's like, I got to pay her back, da, 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 whatever. So about a four shake, right? We get in the car. I'm handing shakes out. So I got two kids in the back, one kid in the front. I first shake comes in, hand it to the kid in the front. Second shake comes in, hand it to the kid in the back. Third shake comes in. I turn around to a candidate kid in the back and then I'm turning around and the kid in the front, for some reason, inexplicable to me, uh, basically like was leaning over and had her shake like, uh, like held up in her hand right in like where I was turning. And let's just say I got an entire, like I took a bath and a shake. <laughs> I got chocolate shake, like all over me, all over my seat, all over my legs and my, you know, shorts. And 
all over my car, all over. I mean, I dumped an entire chocolate shake all over me. <sighs> they were fine. They were kind enough at the at the at the drive-through to give us another one, so I I I didn't come out like shortchanged. But like everything is super sticky in like the inside of my car. It's just horrible. Like I'm sticky. The steering wheel is sticky. The the you know the the handle to open and close the door is sticky. The seat is sticky. Everything is just like wretchedly sticky. And of course. The dance studio, like the school, is way out in the Thule's. It's way over on the other side of the of town. So I'm over there, drop the kids off. I got to drive all the way back here. And I'm, the reason I'm telling you this story is because that's the period of time that I was going to do the podcast. Um, I kind of looked at this like crazy day I had. I said, I've got to do a podcast. It's got to be like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I'm going to do it in this stretch of time. Uh, got here and first of all, I had to go take a shower. I mean, I had to like throw all my clothes in the dirty clothes. I had to go up and get all this stuff off of me. And then I had to go out and try to get like it out of my car the best I could. Um, by the time I got done, uh, I ran back and picked up the kids. Uh, of course, uh, kid number one, uh, forgot her softball shoes. So instead of going directly to practice, which is what I needed to do in order to get them there on time, we had to do a diversion trip back home to pick up her shoes. So here I'm the coach and I'm like two minutes late for practice. Anyway, got to the game. Practice went great. Uh, kids had fun, got them home, ate dinner, spent time with the family, took the dog for a walk, got everybody to bed. And now I'm up doing the podcast again. So I apologize for things being late, but sometimes this is like the crazy world, right? Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. Crazy but fun. I'm not going to complain. I think I'll probably look back and laugh at some time. I, I, I wanted to talk on this podcast about a question that came up in the last Ask Me Anything. We, we've been doing, and actually this kind of relates to the email thing too a little bit. Uh, we, we get, and I think this is a really good thing, but you know, it's really hard for us to deal with. We get a lot of people who send us questions and and I'll say I'll I'll say what like the typical email is like, um, Chuck. Uh, then there's one pair, you know, dear Chuck. There's one paragraph. You know, I really love what you're doing. I love the podcast. I love the uh, the the site. I love the stuff you publish. It means a lot to me. And 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 you know, very like nice complimentary things that I, I deeply appreciate. It's very kind to people. And then it is, you know, I have this like unique thing in my community. Let me tell you about it. And then we got like five or six paragraphs <laughs> with, uh, you know, links to different articles and Google map shots and what have you. And it describes this like intricate thing, you know, through one perspective. And I'm not saying it's the wrong perspective, but, you know, obviously these things are like deeply nuanced and deeply personal and all this. And then there's... Uh, you know, what can you do to help or what advice do you have or what should I do? And the thing is, and I say this with like all kindness and sincerity because I, I love the, uh, I, I love the notion that people uh, are thinking about these things and believe that, you know, we can help them in some way. Uh, by the time I've read this email and actually digested what it says, you know, 10 minutes have gone by. And by the time I respond to it in any type of, you know, substantive way, uh, I'm, I'm spending 15, 20 minutes on an email. Well, when you're getting, you know, a, a dozen of those a day, 
it's like all you ever do is email. It's like, that's it. Like, you know, that's just solid email. Um, and so what, one of the things that we've done here is we've tried to create uh, a number of places where people could go to chat with other people about these things. I actually find that, you know, while we may, <laughs> there's the thunder outside. It's the big thunderstorm is starting. Uh, very cool. Uh, you know, while we have, uh, you know, some insight on these things, obviously, I, I do think that there's this massive well of knowledge uh, out there uh, connected to our movement, people who really care about these things and, and, you know, at times in their life do have the time to help people think through and talk through these things. They're on Slack. Uh, they're on our Facebook group. If you are a member of Strong Towns, you've gotten an in and are on Facebook, you've gotten an invite to our kind of uh, private uh, Facebook community. Um, you know, so so you can meet other people who are in a similar place to you, and essentially chat, throw things out, get the hive mind going. And then we also set up this Ask Me Anything, and the idea to Ask Me Anything, we're going to do this, you know, every six weeks or so. Uh, we want to take these questions and try to answer them, uh, try to answer them as best we can. Um, and then, you know, set up kind of like a repository where, you know, if people have similar questions, instead of it being like a 20 minute thing, we can say, hey, you know, we answered this question two years ago or something very similar. Why don't you check this out and see if this helps? I say all this as like a backdrop to the last Ask Me Anything, where I got this question about hope. Um, the question went, and it was actually from our board member, John Reuter. Uh, he, he posed this question, you know, a, a lot of what you say seems kind of dire, Chuck. It, it seems like, you know, you're suggesting every city is going to go through this financial difficulty. We don't have problems. We have predicaments. Problems have solutions. Predicaments have outcomes. We're managing outcomes. Uh, you know, this seems pretty like dire. You mentioned Detroit as... Uh, destiny for many cities, just being 20 years ahead of everybody else. Uh, you know, do you have any hope? And I, I've, I've thought about that question a lot since I answered it. I can't even remember what I said. I just remember that I was deeply dissatisfied with my own answer. I was kind of deeply dissatisfied because I, I, I said some things about, you know, American greatness and ingenuity and uh, how, you know, I think we'll get through these things and we'll be stronger because of it. And I, I, I do believe, I do believe that. I mean, I, I, I wasn't just saying things that I don't believe. I, I, I do definitely believe that, but it, it didn't really capture, uh, kind of the depth of, I, I think what I, you know, see as the positives here, what, what I see as like hope, and the reasons that I have hope for the future, the reasons that I don't think we're destined to uh, to spend, you know, many years in, in hardship and, and destined to, you know, go through difficult times, destined to, to essentially go backward. Uh, you know, why, why do I have hope? I, I do. I have a ton of hope. And I, I just wanted to say, you know, on the third day of our member drive here, and I, I, I'm looking at the numbers of people who have signed up, I, if you would have told me years ago that we would have, you know, approaching 2,300 members of Strong Towns, uh, I, I would have said, I, I don't believe that. Like, that seems crazy to me. Um, but yet here we are. And, uh, the, the, you know, um, we have more and more each day. 
uh, you know, I, I'm not suggesting that we don't need you. We do need you desperately. Uh, we really need you to go and, and become a member because we have some huge goals for this year. I mean, we want to add another 2000 members this year. Uh, we're about 300 some into that. So we've got a ways to go. Uh, but those are our goals, you know, and I, I, I look and it's funny because we've set these goals in the past. And the amazing thing is that you guys come through, you all come through. And, you know, I, I, I look at when I'm on the road and I meet people and especially like last week at CNU, but, but certainly, you know, other places that I go, I get this same thing over and over. Chuck, um, you know, I heard your message and it changed my life. Chuck, I read something from Strong Towns and it completely opened my eyes and made me think differently about my city, about my place, about, about what was possible. Chuck, um, you know, the, the work that you're doing has inspired me uh, to, to, to take things into my own hands and to, to do, you know, this, whatever it is. Um, Chuck, I shared these articles with my council members and it had such an impact on them and, and changed the conversation in our community that now we are doing, you know, A, B or C, whatever it is. And I get these stories over and over and over again. And, and I love them. They mean a lot to me. I, I really have this depth of gratitude. But I'll tell you, as kind of an introverted Minnesotan kind of person, I struggle with it. I struggle with it a lot. Um, you know, I struggle with it because I feel like whatever response I give to these things is like wholly inadequate. People come up and they say these, these kind things. They say these very generous things to me. They, they, they tell me that the work we're doing matters like deeply to them. has had a huge effect on their lives and their community and the direction of their place. And, and, and I struggle with how to deal with that. I struggle with how to answer that except by just trying to be gracious. I say a lot of thank yous. I say a lot of like, I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Those things are all true. But they kind of understate uh, both the kindness and the generosity of the statement, as well as just, you know, the, the actual impact that's being relayed here. This stuff is astounding to me. And I think, you know, when I think about the question, you know, why do you have hope? I don't spend a lot of time dwelling on it because I just do. I have a ton of hope. But I've spent the last couple of weeks thinking about it. And I have to say the thing that gives me the most hope is, is just you. It's all of you. It's the fact that the thing that we have done is just share some ideas and share a message and share a way of talking about things, which is, you know, actually really easy. Um, you know, it's actually pretty darn simple. And I'm going to tie this into membership because the idea is that as you, as you go and sign up and become a member, as we get just a little bit more resources every year, I, I look at what we have been capable of doing, what we've been able to do, the number of people being able to reach, the, the, the message that we've been able to share with them, the way that it has impacted them. And I realize and I understand that we can keep doing this. We reached 1.2 million people last year. That is an astounding number. I look back and, I, you know, two years ago, it was 170,000 in a year. Now it's 1.2 million. We will reach over 2 million people this year. 
easily. I mean, we could, we could be much higher than that at the end of the year. This is working. It's actually really easy. When we reach people with this message, we see things change. We see attitudes change. We see minds change. We see uh, approaches change. We see people wanting to do things differently. We see a really deep, nuanced, difficult conversation taking place in a nation that has such a dysfunctional way of talking to each other, has such a dysfunctional way of, of doing public policy and, and, and having political conversations and having personal conversations. We have this message that just magically helps people talk about very difficult things in a really productive way. And we have seen make a huge difference. I have tons of hope because we, we're doing this on like a shoestring budget. We're doing this with hardly any money at all. And the little bit of support that we get from thousands of people just energizes everything. We have so much upside potential. We have so much upside potential with this movement. And all it needs, all, all it takes is a few more people to step up and become members, step up and say, this is really important to me. I want other people to hear this. I want other people to receive this message. I want other people uh, to be part of this conversation. And we have shown year after year after year that as we steadily increase the number of members we have, as we steadily increase the amount of support that we're getting, we are able to reach more people. We're able to do it more effectively. We're able to see more results. We're able to see more action taking place. I'm incredibly hopeful. I'm incredibly hopeful because this is working. Our approach, our theory of change makes a huge difference. And the only thing that's missing, the only thing that's missing is more of you. Uh, we have somewhere in the, you know, our stats are kind of fuzzy on this and we've been surreptitiously and you don't really get this, uh, you know, it's all kind of behind the scenes, but we've been switching podcast services kind of slowly. And so we're getting data from two different services and it's hard to kind of tell exactly what our audience size is, but we think we're somewhere in the mid 30 thousands right now in terms of total podcast audience with again is like, you know, five times what we were just a couple of years ago. It's astounding level of growth. I really, really am grateful for all of you for not only listening, but sharing with this stuff with others. Um, that's a huge number though. You know, let's say it's 35,000. That's a huge number of people. Uh, we need you. Uh, if you want, you know, other people to get this message, you want us to, uh, to put this in front of more people. You want more people talking about this stuff. You want to see more change. Help us out. Go become a member. Sign up today, strongtowns.org. Uh, click on join the movement. Uh, join the movement. Become a member. It's as low as like 25 bucks a year, or you can do $5 a month. Or you know what? If you get in there, there's a little other box. If you want to do five bucks, you know, that's fine too. Like whatever. We just want you to be part of the movement. Uh, help us out. Go to strongtowns.org. Keep doing what you can to build strong towns and keep doing what you can to help make your place stronger. If what I am is what's in me, then I'll stay strong, that's who I'll be. And I will always be the best me that I can be. There's only one me, I admit. Have a dream, I'll follow it. It's up to me to try. Oh, I'ma keep my head up high. 
never gonna quit, I'll keep getting stronger. And nothing's gonna bring me down. Never gonna stop, gotta go. Because I know I'll keep getting stronger.